So how you been, DT? Here we go. I'm good. Good. That's the thought. <laughs> All right. Okay, everyone, welcome to Nothing But The Truth. I'm going to go ahead and let Lisa take it from here right now. You know, I hope y'all enjoy. It's October the 6th, 2007. It's a Saturday. Yes, I know this is a Saturday show. We had to go ahead and make back up because of Blosh Talk. Now, again, folks, if y'all want to get on Blosh Talk, just contact them let them know, you know, the situation. I'll contact them, but, you know, the listeners go out there and do it. But, Lisa, I want you to go ahead and do your info, okay? Let's start it. Nothing But The Truth is our radio show that talks about relationships and the issues that can happen when trying to start one, trying to get out of one, or currently in one. We also talk about real issues that are going on between sexes and how to change it around. Are you trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright and keep ending up with the loser? Are you trying to figure out why things keep going wrong? If you say yes, then you're at the right place. And nothing but the truth, we're going to give you truthful advice that will help you get the relationship you want to be in and maintain it. Now I'm going to introduce you to the cast. My name is Lisa Tollett. We also have Don Juan and our host, Evan Brooks. Okay, uh, before we even start, you know, get a little bit on here, I want everyone to get into the mind frame of what we're about to talk about. But before we even let Lisa give out the topic here, I want to go ahead and play that music real quick. Not much, of, but just a little bit. Here we go. Why do couples go through this so many times? Special guest, DT, 
will share some insight on this issue in relationships and some solutions to end this cycle of nonsense. Today, DT from MySpace Top 10 Bloggers Dating Tips for Men. She um, writes a daily advice column for men where they write her questions about dating and or women, and she answers them through her daily blog. She uses a pen name on the column and goes by DT, which is short for Dating Tips. If you'd like to contact her, go to MySpace.com, search for DT4M, that's the number 4, and the letter M. All of her postings are published anonymously, and readers' privacy is held in the strictest confidence. <clears throat> From her daily column, she has written a book, which is near publication. DT currently has a cable show um, with the same format, which is airs in Los Angeles. She also has a private consultation line where you can talk to her one-on-one. -on -one. Pay per minute charges apply. DT thinks that after a generation of men who were raised by single and overbearing moms, many men today are at a great loss with how to interact with women, much less win them over. DT is a men's advocate whose goal is to help men to be more effective with women and to teach them to avoid doing things that hold them back. It is her goal to lead men back to being men. Although she is not a licensed therapist, she is a UCLA graduate in psychology. Through her column, DT has interviewed over 20,000 men informing her responses, which are further backed up by academic research in this field. Her insight, experience, and discussions with these men bring brash honesty and clarity to many issues that are very confusing to men. In doing this research, she began to notice what the top 5% of effective men all had in common and has broken it down to four easy tips. They form the basis of her teachings called the four C's, which are necessary for winning any woman over. Also, listeners, the live feed on the Internet cuts off at 7 p.m., so if you wish to um, continue to listen, you must call in the number 646-716-7911. Again, that's 646-716-7911. We'll continue to repeat the number throughout the show, and also you can send in questions to me through Yahoo Instant Messenger. The screen name is NB underscore truth. Again, that's NB underscore truth. Okay, Evan, take it away. <laughs> Thanks, Miss Lisa. My correction on there. It's one hour. Heavy one o'clock, but I mean that's cool. But DT's with us and I wanna go ahead and how you say hey to everyone, to the listeners out there. So, Lisa, but DT, are you out there? I am. Hi. Oh <laughs> no, I didn't know if you if you put the phone down or not. But I'm gonna go ahead and let Don Juan ask you his questions right now okay. about that situation. Super. And go ahead, uh, DT. Go uh, ahead. Hi, DT. Uh, welcome. Hey, first, first of all, 
Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask you this question, actually, uh, about do you consider it a person to be selfish when they keep on breaking up and making up? Is it just a waste of time? What do you think on this? Actually, we touched base on this last week, but, you know, I want to say your perspective on this. Okay. I don't, I don't think, well, I don't know if it's too much of coming from a point of being selfish. I think it comes probably from something that they've experienced earlier in their childhood, and people are re- repeating bad habits. So perhaps the, the household that they grew up in was very volatile. Perhaps there was a lot of fighting going on. Maybe there was alcohol going on. And they saw their parents break up and make up and break up and make up. And why did they come back? Maybe they came back because of financial reasons. They couldn't make it on their own. Maybe they came back because they were lonely or bored or tired or horny or like whatever the story was. So as a young child, they saw these repeated patterns. So unconsciously now when that child is an adult, they tend to do the same thing. It's not because they want to, but they're sort of driven and compelled because it's like a natural habit. So in order to break it, you have to be aware of what you're doing and stop being so unconscious about it. And I don't think it has to do too much with the current day boyfriend or girlfriend. I think it has to do with it's a habit that needs to be broken, just like you know, a cigarette habit needs to be broken or an alcohol habit needs to be broken or what have you. It's a comfort zone. It's what they know, and that's why they're doing this. It's some sort of addiction, right? Yeah, it is sort of an addiction. In a way, yes, that's a good way to put it. Oh, all right. Thank you. Yvonne, you got some? I'm sorry, you cut out. Uh, Keep going with you, and I'll let you go ahead and do yours, and then I'll come right behind you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, On the second one, I got this. uh, You know, usually in the relationship, uh, I believe there's a third person that causes all this uh, relationship to break up and make up, you know, because sometimes uh, you find third person, you go after them, you leave your current one, and then somehow you don't like the person, you come back again. Do you think uh, it causes that too, right? like a family or a kid or your ex? Oh, yes, I think I think that has a lot to do with it. You mean somebody is quote-unquote, cock-blocking you and preventing right. you from getting further with your with your mate? Yes, mm-hmm. I, I think some of that happens, absolutely. In that sense, I would, I would say that that's very selfish. I would say that the third person has their own agenda, and for right. whatever reason, um, you know, they don't want to see their friend or their family member be with you. So, yes, I think that there's a lot... Lot to be said for that, and and as the boyfriend, as the person that is the the primary person, you know you have to realize that this dynamic goes on, and you sort of have to get on that person's good side to to not let this happen. I know it shouldn't be like that, and I know uh-huh. your partner should be more important and should uh-huh. have more say so and have more of a backbone. But by the same token, be a smart man. You have to know how to play that third person to get them on your good side. And this dynamic, by the way, is very true in a personal relationship, and it's also very, very true in a business relationship. 
Um, uh. Oftentimes I see that the employee says, well, you know, I have a good relationship with the boss, with the owner, with the blah, 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 and they think that that's all that counts. And they are so, so wrong because there's oftentimes the boss or the owner has a right-hand person, and that person almost always is a woman. She could be maybe the executive assistant or she could be the office manager or whoever she is. And believe you me, if you don't get along with her, you ain't going nowhere with that boss or owner. And I don't care how tight you are. So you always have to play the politics. You have to win that third person over um, to really get the job done because that person – you know, could be operating from a place of fear or jealousy or goodness knows what. Maybe they just don't want to see you happy because they're not happy. Right. True. Uh, well, uh, when you talk about business and all that, I want to add some more uh, uh, thoughts or question on top of that, actually. You know, a lot of people these days, they cheat in a sense, like, not physically, but, you know, uh, you know emotionally or whatever, uh, because... Some people are working almost eight hours or forty hours a week. Okay. You see the so usually they tend to spend more time with their uh, colleagues in the office or your job. You know more than their uh, partners at home. Yes. You know that will kind of like you know take away a lot of importance out of your partner, and you'll be more focused or inclined towards your co-worker. Yeah. You know. You know, this is this has been a lot. Of, uh, this has been a big issue these days. Uh, how do you cope with that? You know? How do you cope when you're the person at home, or how do you cope when you're the worker? Yeah, both. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, the, this really is a big phenomenon, and the reason why it's like that is because so many women are working today. Right. And you're right. I have a saying. You know, the old saying says familiarity breeds contempt. I don't agree with that. I think familiarity breeds sex, meaning that um, it, the reason why this dynamic works is because it's my second C. My, I, I have a basis of teachings, by the way, called my four Cs, and the second C is find commonality with the person, which is a very seductive quality. So when you're at work day in and day out, you're working on the same project, you're working on the same report, you're going to the same meeting, you're with that person eight hours a day sometimes. So all of that familiarity, all of that common ground lends itself to seduction. So it's it's a time bomb waiting to happen. So how do you counter how do you counterbalance this I don't know, you just constantly have to be on your toes and keep it in check and just be aware to not cross that fine line. Right. It's, it's, it goes to both men and women, right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So I think uh, one of the reasons, I think, can I share my perspective on this? I think, you know, mm, a lot of times what happens is people, they don't realize that going to office and meeting that uh, a person is totally different than living with them. Oh, you see completely. Right? Yes. So maybe a lot of times people think like, okay, the person who you're working with might be the best partner for you in life. You might think that way, but in reality, when you move in with that person, maybe she turns out to be completely different. That's is very that? true. Uh, That's very true. So to answer your question, Don Juan, how do you, what's the medicine for this? The uh, medicine for this is your partner who is at home 
you have to do the two the second C with that person at home. So you have to like find areas of commonality and do it. And I know it's hard. We lead a busy life. We work hard. We play hard. All this kind of stuff. You have to make time for your partner at least once a week, just undivided time where you're doing an activity or something that you like to do together. And if you don't have enough in common with that person, you're not with the right person. If you're if if it feels like a job and a chore and you have to force it, you're not with the right person. So you should probably get out. And that's probably why you have a wandering eye at work is because you're not getting that commonality bond with that person. So you know to look for look for traits that you enjoy and activities that you like to do and have undivided attention where there is, you know, there's cell phones are turned off and the TV is turned off and maybe you're sitting quietly at dinner, you know, enjoying each other's company. You have to make time for it because it's it's very important. That is true. Mm-hmm. Deep, deep stuff. Yep. Uh so it's pretty complicated, eh? It's pretty complicated, I know. But, you know, it's, it, you know, that one hour could save you, you know, you from your partner having an affair. So, you know, the choice is yours. You know, you 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 snooze, you lose. You know, yeah. if you take, if you take, if you take your partner true. for granted yeah. and you don't put any time into it, I think a, a lot of men have this negative concept that they put so much time and energy in what I call the hunt and the chase. And finally, when they get the girl, then they just give up. They say, okay, I got her now. She's in my pocket now. And then they're done. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That's, you know, the whole game begin when you get the girl. So yeah, that's the true. challenge is to keep it fresh, keep it fresh, keep it going. It's, that's, that's the real you know, that separates the men from the boys if you can keep that magic going past the point that, you know, past the hunt and the chase point. See, there's, there's another study that I was going through, actually, uh, not too long ago, about a work, uh, work relationship. Now, if you have, this is, this is true in Italy, that it came out from Italy, I, I think the studies. It says, you know, when you have work relationship, not work relationship, a uh, romantic work relationship, Okay. You be you tend to be more productive, according to the studies that was done in Italy. Hmm. How true is that? I think that is true. <laughs> 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 For me, I think. How much done? <laughs> what was that? How much work are they getting done? I, I I don't know. <laughs> you know, I I haven't read that particular study, but I, my guess would be um, I think it might be true. I think there might be truth to it, only because. You know, you're probably, like, looking forward to going to work. You're probably looking forward to working on that project with that coworker or what have you. So in that sense, because you have that extra motivation, you Uh probably are being a little bit more productive on your job. So I would tend to say that that's true. Right, right. And then also, like, when you said, like, you just need to keep that magic going, I think that's where it applies. You just need to keep that magic going, but don't, you know, don't make the game over, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you just need to do that way. If you have somebody at work. Right. This is for the listeners, you know. <laughs> exactly. My uh, my personal feelings, yeah. though, as a business person, 
I really am going to tell you guys to shy away from hitting on a coworker. It's bad policy all the way around. You, you know the old saying, don't fish off the company pier. Yes, it's seductive. Yes, you enjoy this person's company, but try to keep it on a business level because let's say you start sneaking around, then you have this big giant secret that you don't want to let out. That's not good for your conscience. That's not good for your karma. And then let's say the secret does get out and your other coworkers know that you're having an affair with somebody at the office. You know, there are a lot of crazy people out there, and they get jealous, and they're going to thwart you, and they're going to stab you behind your back because you and this other person are having pillow talk, and they're not. And they feel that you might have an unfair advantage with the boss if you're dating a coworker. So all the way around, it's not a good idea. And then when the whole thing ends, guess what? Now you have to walk by that person's desk or office or whatever it is, and there's all this tense feeling, and you know you don't want to do the report with the other person, or you don't want to interact with the other person because you've got pissed off feelings or what have you. You know, it's not a good karma. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, probably one one or both of you are going to have to leave the company. And in my mind, your career it should be very important and you wouldn't want to risk your career it took you know it took you a lot to get get that job or get that education in order to be there why would you want to risk all that over some silly little affair it's it's crazy so i would say don't do it you know if you're going to do it maybe some of your coworkers have you know brothers or sisters or friends or whatever and you can date a third person that doesn't work at your company but uh, don't date a company uh, member, you know, company coworker. It's not a good idea. It's, it almost always has bad results. Uh, uh, from my side, no. I think it's flirting is all right rather than sleeping with them, right? Hmm. <laughs> even today, as a man, <laughs> even today, as a man, you have to be very, very careful because the sexual harassment laws are all written in the favor of the woman. And you know right. how women, just on their whim, you look at them funny or whatever, they're going to go, go to HR and, and get you written up. Wow. <laughs> you know, they might claim that you sexually harassed them yeah. when, you know, all you did was just flirt with them. And yeah. they might claim something far worse that is just your word against their word. So, again, it's kind of dangerous territory there. And if if you value your job and you value your career, you know, you don't want to put your financial future based on some silly ass woman getting pissed off at you. Nah, uh, too, too. So. Be careful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's true. I know it's fun, yeah, but be careful. That's, that's, that's a good lesson right there. So. Yeah, I'll be saying it sometimes about like uh, some of the girls that uh, stay near me. Well, my homeboys, it was like, well, man, you should talk to them. I said, no, nah, man, I don't know how these people going to react. Cause, well, if I don't want to get up with them and they see me with another person, they know where you live. That's right. <laughs> you ain't no way to get out of that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but, but the thing um, is, like, I said, man, I, trust me. I think that pushes towards a little bit more like a anti-social, not anti-social, but, you know, the anti-bonding stuff, you know. I think you need to go ahead and talk to everybody in your, in your office so that you can have that relationship, and then you'll find out who you can mess around with in the sense you're flirting around with, or you just can have a casual conversation with somebody, you know. I think you need to keep on, you need to actually 
go interact with everybody in the office. Don't you think so? Oh, of course. I mean, go ahead and interact. Go ahead and be friendly and, and do all that stuff. But come on, we're both smart people. We, we know what that fine line is. Right, right. You don't need to cross the, the boundary. <laughs> uh, and believe uh, me, women get jealous and right, upset yeah. over the silliest little thing. <laughs> you might be flirting with her one day, and then the next day you invited somebody out to lunch, and then she saw you with another woman out to lunch. Oh, boy, it's not going to be I know it. And you haven't even dated this one. <laughs> I know it. And, oh, no, they're going to get all up in your business. <laughs> wow. That's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're laughing because you, you know what I'm talking about, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I've been caught up in that situation a couple of times already. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, a fun day. Hey, anyways, uh, I guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. Brooks? Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to ask you some crazy, crazy questions here about this. Uh, you know, people who get in this makeup breakup, I mean, what are some early signs in the in a relationship when you're dealing with this type of relationship? Like if you're about to get in something like that, what would be early signs? Would it be like a background check or, you know, well, I mean background check, like asking about the person's past or whatever? Or, I mean, I'm just curious. The audience is curious, too. Yeah, sure. I, I think asking about someone's past and, and how they deal with, with things and how they handle it, I think that's a, a good place to start, absolutely. Another thing that would cause my ears to perk up is why are they fighting with you? You know, is the, is the, is the issue I, I, legitimate or they're just fighting just to fight? Because you know how women are. They just fight just to fight. <laughs> And and you know oh, I them. I, you know I separate them to their corner of the room, and I'm like, look, what are you doing here? And they're like, well, this is how I know if he loves me or not. So I'm like, you're gonna pick a fight for no reason just to see if he loves you? I'm like, come on. So you got to get at the motivation of why they're doing what they're doing. I mean, if you really screwed up and there really is an issue or whatever, okay, fine, go ahead and have the fight. But if you're doing it just to get a rise out of your man, uh-uh, I, I don't agree with that. And to me, that's an immature woman, and I'd probably be moving on if I knew that. So look yeah, we got that. Look at the yeah, reason we got why that going on in, oh, over here. Oh, well, we, we got a lot of that. In, in the city of Greensboro, because I was talking to some chick, and she was like, you know what, I like drama. I'm like, what? I said, what do you mean, like, soap opera drama? And she was like, no, it's good to have drama in a relationship. No, the hell is not. Hell no. I'm like, uh-uh, ain't no damn way. <laughs> drama, give her the TV clicker, let her watch all the drama on TV she cares for. Come on. <laughs> No, 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 don't do that, don't do that. She might come up with some other stuff with the scene TV. <laughs> <laughs> and they say women mature fast, I don't know. Women are what now? <laughs> they mature fast, faster than men? They, men. Do, they do mature faster than men, but, I, you know, I think men pass them by heads and tails. Yeah. So it's like uh, who wins the race, so to speak. But, yes, there are a lot of women who are addicted to drama. 
So, you know, you can only, as a man, you can only try so far. If you can't break her of that habit, I would say she's not the right person for you. You want somebody more mature than that. And again, again, they're doing all this stuff out of habit because that's what they know. So you want somebody that's put a little more thought into it and has grown out of that. And sometimes as as an outside person, you can't, bring that person to that level. They sort of have to fall on their face and and mature on their own. So so it's it's, it's better to date or uh, go in a relationship. Wait, uh, one at a time. It's better to date who? I'm sorry. It's better to date uh, a little older woman. This is more You know, I think so. I think age has nothing to do with it. I mean, I I get 19-year-olds that I think that they're rocket scientists and I get 45-year-olds that I think they're dumb as rocks. So it really has nothing to do with age. It's it's more of a emotional maturity. Uh, okay. Sometimes it's according to their upbringing. Sometimes some people have a, like a really good upbringing. Sometimes it it goes according to their life experiences, and maybe they've hit rock bottom and they've they've they learn and they grow from that, and then then now they're matured and and smarter about things. So it's not an age issue. It's, you know, each one is going to mature at a different level. And some people never do mature. No. So, you know, I don't know who you are in your life, but I'm at a point in my life where I do not like the drama. You want to talk to me like a normal human being, go right ahead. You know, I'm very open-minded. I'm willing to hear what you have to say. I'm willing to be flexible. I'm willing to change my my, uh my ways and what have you, but if you're going to come at me like a crazy person and up and down and up and down, I, I can't handle it. I, I bail. I can't handle it. If I say that I have for somebody else, go go pick on somebody that someone else that has drama, but don't do it with me. Why don't we come across people like you very often? <laughs> I don't know. I'm that's that, that's that West Coast love right there. <laughs> that West Coast. I don't know what's going on with the East Coast. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot of crazy people out here too. There's no shortage of uh, dramaless people out here. Oh no! Get out here! You gonna be like the girl? Like, yeah, I like a man be fighting for me, and I like the shooting. Oh, I love you. Need to take your ass to the movie theater. Here, here's eight fifty for you. <laughs> uh, everything's got to do with the weather, I guess. Crazy. Oh, my God. Some of these women, yeah. they act yeah. like they're setting up a crime scene. I mean, they go out of their way to create drama. I mean, it's uh, too funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I'm tell- and I ask them, I slap them silly. I'm like, well, girl, what are you doing? Well, that's how I know he loves me. That's how I know he cares for me. That's what kind of bullshit I get from these girls. Drama for nothing. told me that she like like a man to hit on her. She like yeah. hit on me. They let me know he loved me enough. <laughs> You're not no man, but okay. <laughs> if you say so, back. All right. <laughs> wow. So, deal with yeah, that? that drama thing. How do you deal with that? Yeah, you see why? Why would? Yeah, we have to do a lot of shows because of that. <laughs> no. um, I got another one. I'll move, move off this question. Go to the next I feel one. you guys. It's, it's, uh, it's hard being a guy today. I'm telling you. That's serious. <laughs> that's, you know, that's why I think yeah. you guys needed a voice. You know, you needed. That's, I'm a men's advocate, and I think there are very, very few men's advocates out there. It's all like in the favor of the woman, favor of the woman. You know, so you guys need a voice too. So here yeah. I am. 
right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. We got the next one here. What age group in particular do you think goes through the makeups and breakups the most and why? You know, again, I I don't think this question relates to age so much, but, you know, if you're going to generalize it, you know, it's probably going to be that the 18 to 25-year-olds are probably going to be doing this drama more than anyone else, I would think. But like I say, age has nothing to do with it. You could be 45 and still doing this nonsense because you haven't learned a damn thing. You know, you just keep repeating the same dynamic again and again and again. So, you know, what what is it going to yes. take? I don't know. Sometimes it takes takes them to hit rock bottom before they, like, change their ways. Yeah, I mean... It's what, what's your experience okay. on it? What what age group do you think falls prey to this more than... I, than I think it's... If you, okay, if you go to Facebook, and, you know, let's say you got Facebook as your uh, member page or whatever, you know, you check it out sometimes it's a social site just like MySpace. It's okay. not as big as MySpace but it's just like the same. You okay. can people put their status on there, say how they feel, what they doing. It'd be some crazy mess on there talking about, well, you know what? I hate all men, you all dirt. <laughs> say, why men keep breaking my heart? And it'd be like every day I ain't saw no guys really write that down, but I, I know a lot of females in that, that be on Facebook because it was geared towards college students. Yeah, it was the main ones right there. Because one, one of our hosts that had to let go because she went through this mess because she, she wasn't focusing on the show. She was focusing on on that and going through all this drama, and you you damn 19, you know? <laughs> so, well, men, men are not right. They hurt me. I'm a good woman, this and that. So what type of guys are you trying to get at? Because one guy did want to talk to her, but she said, no, he's not my type, but don't tell him that. I'm like, drama and and the makeups and breakups, because I guess it's like they get up with someone, because you could put your relationship status on there, too, on uh, on Facebook and let people know who you're dating. You might see it one day as in relationship, engaged, or married, and then say single the next right. day. <laughs> you'd be like, damn, what's yeah. up with these damn idiots? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. So I might say, I'm desperate. You could put that on there, too. I'm desperate. <laughs> I'm looking for any man or I'm looking for any woman. Uh-huh. And you'd be like, oh Like my that's going to work, but okay. You know, <laughs> you know what I say? I say, you don't make yourself look desperate. I think it's it's that age group. What do you think, Don Juan? Yeah, I think uh, age group, I think she was right, like somewhere around 18 to 25 when they really don't know where they're going with the relationship. I think that's when they happen to do that, right? So, and uh, after 25, 26, they're kind of like more settled down and then they want to, you know, continue with the relationship they have or find another one. You know, it's. I think I think she's right about that. But on top of that, I think internet plays a very big role on making or breaking up the relationship too. Like social network, like you're talking about, Facebook, MySpace. Yes. They have the the status written, married, single, dating somebody. You know, it just. I think it hurts the relationship more than actually uh, you. You know, you're there to socialize with other people or with other friends, but you know, I think you'll be hurting your relationship a whole lot too. Don't you think so? 
Didi? Yes. Hurting your relationship by by doing what now, exactly? Uh, by like, you know, because in the Facebook and the social network, you'll be start, you'll start finding your ex-boyfriends uh, or some some guy you used to like or some girl you used to like a long time ago. And then you start uh, getting close, closer, closer and, uh, towards her, you know, regardless of the distance, you know, it's just like in communication-wise. And you start communicating with her more than, more often than you're supposed to. You mean while you have a, a current partner? Why do you have a current partner, right? Yeah, no, I think it's very detrimental. I, I, don't, I don't think you should be on these social network things if you have a current partner. It, again, the seduction factor is so high, you know, on, on MySpace and Facebook and what have you because it's like an idealized version of what you're looking for. But meanwhile, these people aren't real. They could be, you know, jacking up their site, saying I'm this, I'm that, and the other, and they they project a certain person to you that maybe they're not that way in real life at all. Right. So, yes, I think it's a big threat to your real relationship that you do have going on. Uh, well, what I say to the audience is that you need to be content with what you have, right? You need to be, like, you need to be happy with what you, what you have. Yes. I agree. Uh, I agree. And why are you looking for other people? I mean, it, it you know, it's, that right there should be a red flag. Uh, and they I say, oh, well, you know, I'm just talking to this person. I just enjoy this person. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. For what uh, reason? For, you know, what's the, what's the reason there? What's the goal? I don't get it. You know, true. it can't be any good. Uh, they just want the best show. Hey, if anyone wants to call in, the number is six four six seven one six seven nine one. Again, six four six nine one one. But yeah, I mean it's crazy. I mean, people be lying on that. Man, I did a show about that. People be lying about relationships and stuff on the computer. Like, yeah, you know, I'm single. You get with them, hang out with. Them. Oh yeah, I actually did have a boy. I just don't let everyone know. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so I think it, it's better if you put more time and effort on uh, your current relationship than you spend more time on like a social network. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. I yeah. agree. It's true. It's nice. Good Saturday. Good Saturday. A lot of lessons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, let me ask you right. one. Do you think people should analyze the reason to... I guess you answered it already, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again. To analyze the reason for breaking up before getting back up with that person. Absolutely. Like, why did we break up, you know? Absolutely, you so, should. I mean, some people go. And, and I don't know if I told thing, you about this enough. Another thing you should look at is why are you getting back together? Are you getting back together because you're horny? Are you getting back together because it's convenient? Are you getting back together because you need uh, part of her income to help pay the rent. I mean, all of, all of these reasons are like really stupid reasons to get back together. In my in my world, yeah. I think there is only one reason to be hanging out with your partner and one reason alone. And if you do any of these other reasons, it, it's not going to end up pretty. And that one reason is for love. That's it. Right. You should not be with somebody... And in your in answer to your question, you should not be making up with that person if you're coming from a place of you're lonely, bored, horny, or out of convenience. 
because those are all crutch reasons. You know, it really has nothing to do with the person. So meaning that you are so needy in these other areas that the person can almost be interchangeable, that you're not even like getting back to the person for the person. You're getting back to the person because you have this side personal issue going on that, oh, you know, I don't want to be lonely or whatever it is. It's a stupid thing. So you have to take an internal, you know, uh, check to find out why are you lonely? Why are you bored? Well, you know, why are you doing, why are you operating from that place? And learn to grow out of that. Grow up already. Because right. it's really a bad reason to get to get back together with somebody. The cycle will just yeah, repeat itself because that's how that's how nature works. They keep, you know, the universe is going to keep giving you the same lesson again and again and again until you get it. Right. So if you're yeah. going to be stupid then and not get the lesson, then it's going to give it to you again. Right. Love is powerful. But what? Yeah. But what do you think about a person like this? And this is true. Story. I might think I'm I'm talking crazy talk here. You know, I got stories, and you knew who I'm talking. I'm talking about Don Juan. What about a person that breaks up with a their significant other twenty times in a year? Wow. What do you say about that? What is going on there? Twenty times in a year. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Don Juan know who I'm talking. I'd rather be spending all that time, you know, making love and making out. I mean, what do you, what do you, God, what, what's going on with these people that they break up twenty times a year? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of wasted energy. In oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, pressing this. Why do you think yeah. it, it happens so frequently, Evan? Well, to be honest, because I was roommates with this guy. <laughs> and it was just arguing and but the reason I think it was that that the guy was scared to be alone. So girl, the girl was gonna push on. She gonna push on. Be like, no, let's work it together. Cause they talk to Jesus about it and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, I just feel like okay, whatever, you know. And he tricked that money. I'm like, you don't want to trick out money. They trick. The red lobster man. This is a college student. He's not working like that. And he eats out all the time. So I don't know. I mean, she was looking at every different thing. Even his mama was saying maybe it's because you're fat. That's cook. You, you cut out. Maybe but maybe I, it's because he's fat. Yeah, his mama was saying. His uh-huh. mama told him that, and then we got quiet. <laughs> But I don't think it was the weight issue. It was just how the drama thing again goes. Like he, because he was saying some crazy stuff out while he like, you know, the woman don't pay more money than the man, and it's not going to be like in my house if we're together. And you just realize this person that he was talking to was a technical major. She was dealing with engineering, computer sciences, and stuff. While yet he was dealing with agriculture department. Okay. She she had a better job than he did. Yeah, she was gonna get one. because people at that school that they go to, they're looking for engineers. They're looking for computer science majors. Uh huh. And he, 
So, I mean, what do you think, Don Juan? What do you think about Tom Bell? What do you think? <laughs> That's absolutely crazy. That's absolutely crazy when people break up so many times. There's something yeah, wrong with the head. His mom, yeah, his family was telling him, look, man, I, I feel like it was the third time with look, I don't think I'm going to cut out. But you know what? They got back together. So, <laughs> we will see. Last time I checked, someone gave me the information that they got back together. So, we will see in time what happens. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, maybe uh, one time, maybe two, depending on how the person is. At the most, three times. I know 20 times. Three times? Oh, hell no. It ain't no. Three times, I would think still <laughs> she's a little bit more mature than what she was, but that's it. So that yeah, that makes someone that makes someone go drink. Okay, yeah. I got another one for you. Uh, what's want to run back into a mess like that? That I just you know I know I say loneliness, but anything else that we're missing out of the picture, out of the pot of luck here, we call makeups and breakups. What would they? want to back into because I mean that's I think that's psychological stuff but I want to ask y'all I mean what do y'all think go ahead ladies first say say the question a little more specifically please would you okay you know I gave the example of the of that guy and it led sounds like that guy was like very needy like I say, a lot of this. Yeah, that's is, what they say. Yeah. A lot of the dynamic occurs, and it really has nothing to do with their partner. It's their own shit they got to deal with. Right. <laughs> Don't right. you think? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's just needy. Mm. Insecure. That's good. Do I? I look. Huh? Insecurity. Too. I'm like, I. Yeah, yeah. We talked about the other show, insecurity. We we made it a big old it right there. Yeah, I think, uh, I think insecurity does play play a big part in it. Uh, I mean, if you break up with family? somebody, it's sort of like, um, you, you know how you s- smelled the milk and the milk went bad, so you threw it in the trash? Okay, yeah. so the w- milk went bad. So what are you going to do now? Take it out of the trash and put it back in the refrigerator, and now it's going to be good milk? No. <laughs> There's a reason why you put it in the trash, you know? Yeah. It, so it's like I don't understand the logic. It's like, you know, they break up with these people. There was a reason why you broke up with this person. You, right. you really need to take a serious look at why you broke up with the person. You're not going to pull it out of the trash and stick it back in the fridge. Come on. It's true. Use some common sense. Right. And go with your it's, – it's almost like you're not trusting your gut. Right. You know, you're just letting you're letting your life be swayed by somebody else or by external forces, rather than trusting your gut. You smelled the milk and it smelled bad. It didn't smell good to you. All right. It's kind of like, like that. But, yeah, but uh, you know, sometimes you just need to let it sit for a while until they, you know, are good to eat, like in terms of food. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying. It's just like until they're mature, and then you can go back to them if they're still available. Yes. No, sir. No, I just yeah. Sometimes, but because you know, I I think a lot that, of it also has to do with us. Meaning, the more mature we become, the more 
confident we become, the more we know what we want and who we're looking for and what what qualities make us happy, then you attract somebody else in the universe that's on the same wavelength as you. Exactly. If you're all messed up, you're going to attract another person that's messed up. <laughs> exactly. If you are very healthy yeah. and a messed up person comes in your life, dude, it's not even going to show on your radar. Right. You, you're just going to keep on walking. It's not even okay with you. You're right. just going to keep on that. walking. I don't care how cute she looks and whatever. You, uh-huh. It's just not going to work for you. Exactly. I believe in that. I believe in wavelength you now. Exactly. True, DT. I think so. So if you keep attracting these women that want to make up and break up, make up and break up, I would say look at yourself because there's a reason why you're attracting that kind of woman. True. Yeah, that's what I was telling some other guys. You know. So it's, it's more to do how you change first, I think. And sometimes I believe, you know, when you when you attract some people, I mean, when you're attracted to somebody, I think you you know you you have that kind of magic that you can actually go according to her, or you can have her come according to your nature. You know, when you when you bond with somebody else, yes, right? Like sometimes some of the things that you might not like about her, even though you like her, and you can probably change that part of her in, into the way you like it. To you a think certain so? degree, yes. To a certain yeah. degree. Uh, and you can also change uh, according to what she likes or something like that. As long it, as you don't lose not, yourself I'm, in the process. Right. It's called settling down, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. So hey, I got I got sorry, DJ. Uh, uh, I gotta ask you another let question. You actually, let me ask you this real quick. Let me ask you right. this. Let me let me run the scenario. What do you think about guys that that believe that they shouldn't have standards? They should anything that comes across the radar. What do you say to what, those guys? What do I think about gossip? No. What do you think of? Okay. For example, I had a friend. I got finished reading Tyreek Nishi's book. Matt was in. And I was telling what Tyreek said, a man should have the deal of himself. You know, you shouldn't get anything. You need to have standards. You got to, it ain't going to have to be absolutely impossible to get, but it needs to be realistic, you know. Uh-huh. Yep. And I told him that, and he said, I disagree with the book. I think the thing that comes across your way, what do you say to a guy like that? <clears throat> I'm sorry, you're cutting out a little bit in and out, but... um. I, I I agree. I think a person should have standards. I, I think you should have a wish list of what makes you happy and, you know, seek out those qualities in another person. So, you know, let's say, for example, if you don't want to, if you're real healthy and you don't want a smoker, then don't be with a smoker. You know, you should have standards. If you're going to, yeah. you know, blow like the wind, you know, like a leaf in the wind and just, you know, take whatever comes your way, then don't complain because you're not you're not being choosy enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, some of the sometimes you know if like you said if you have, uh, if you date somebody who is smoker, I think you can change that habit if you really love her or him. You know you can put some effort in it too, like 
uh, quit but, that habit. But only if the person wants to. Right. You know, if the person wants to and is open to doing that, then yes, you can be encouraging and help that person along, but ultimately that person would have to make that change on their own. True. Yeah, you, but you're, you're the one who is encouraging her of course, to make you change. Of course. You can be a cheerleader. You can encourage them on the side, but if they don't want to make that change and they get too much enjoyment doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not going to work. Right, right. Yeah. But the other person has to be open to the other one. So, so anyway, now what you talking about? The... Go ahead. Uh, uh, Didi, I got another question actually. Uh, thing is, you know, sometimes when you keep uh, looking for somebody in your life, you know, a lot of people are scared because they think what kind of girl or boy they're gonna end up with. You know, after they move in, you know, they might find out like this. A uh, guy or girl has been in pills for like depression pills or you know uh, what what have you? I mean like bipolar disorder, whatever you know. They don't really find out before they actually move in. Sometimes. Okay. Right. In that situation, they are caught up between two rocks because they, they can't leave that person because they love him so much, but they can't even stay with that person because it's more dangerous to your own safety. Okay. Right. What 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 do you have for like people out there? So your question is is what exactly? <clears throat> exactly is uh, How you, you know, handle surprises after you get to after you live with this person? Right. Well, you know, everyone is going to have baggage. Everyone is going to have skeletons in their closet. You know, right. I mean, you do your you do your best to try to find out their background before you get hooked up with somebody, but uh-huh. you, you can't find out every secret. You know, I mean, some uh-huh. of these secrets are going to come out a week later, a month later, a year later, whatever. Uh-huh. So, to me, but sometimes I, not at all. Sometimes <laughs> not at all. Sometimes there could be something that's thwarting your relationship, and you have no idea what's thwarting your relationship, and it could be, you know, turns out that they're, you know, bipolar or have have some some other issue going on. So to me, it's like you cannot know everything. You cannot know all the secrets. You do your best, and then it's not, it's less important to me what those issues are. It's more important to me is does the person have willingness to work with you to see that, that issue through? If there is no willingness on their part, and, and the willingness factor, you should be judging all of this before you get into a relationship with them. But if there's no willingness factor on their end, then it, it's not going to work. So it doesn't matter if you come from two different points of view on a certain topic. It, it matters more is there willingness to resolve some of the issue if possible. So, to me, I, I look to the willingness factor. Yeah. So some people are uh, really I'm at stubborn. One. Some people are very stubborn, uh, and they're they're not open to change, and they resist change. You know, those types of people, I think you're going to have a really hard, you know, battle that that lies in front of you. And I think you're going to. Well, have let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Now I'm another person like they came flat out. 
Let's see, I ain't changing. What do you say about that? Before you say anything about changing, it is King Rock. I ain't changing. <laughs> well, you have to determine whether the topic that they're talking about, how important that topic is to you. So I had a reader recently, and he broke up with his first his first wife, and he said that he loved sports, and the wife hated sports. So, you know, I don't know. I guess he, like, never discussed this issue, but it became one of the breaking points to their marriage. So the next time around, I told him, look, find somebody who likes sports. If it's that important to you, why are you getting hooked up or why are you not sure how this new woman feels about sports? And if she doesn't want to participate in sports, ask her if it's okay with you participating in sports and she stays home. So if that's not okay with her, and for a lot of women that's not okay, by the way. They don't want you going out with the boys. They don't want you participating in sports. And they want you all to themselves 24-7, and that's not okay with them, which is, I guess, how his wife was. So if she's going to give you grief for participating in the sports just because she hates it, then that's not a good partner. So I think it's your fault for not choosing well. Another area that he had problems with is that he was very financially secure and he was a good saver and she was like the total opposite. She spent his every last nickel. So, you know, that was like a big big area of fighting was was that issue. So again, my my recommendation to him is find someone who's financially on the same page as you. Find somebody that has the spending and saving habits similar to you. You better like start talking about these issues before you like get in bed with this person, before you like decide you're gonna move in with this person. You know, don't just leave these things to chance because people might have very, very different views on uh, on how they handle things. So now if the topic is like not important to you, then fine. But the topics that are important to you, and you probably have like five topics that are very important to you, you better start discussing them and making sure where you know, making sure that you know, you know, is the other person on the same page as me? Uh, I think that's why I think I believe, you know, I specifically believe that it's important to live with the person before you get married, right? To a certain degree, I know a lot of guys do have that mentality. I think to a certain degree, there, there, that does hold some merit. Statistically, though, those couples don't work out. Right. The, the couples who have never lived together before have a much better chance at the at a successful marriage than the ones who move in. The ones who move in, even if they move in with the intention of getting married, even if they like proposed in the whole thing, only 43% of those couples end up getting married. That's a really terrible score. <laughs> really? 43%. So it's it's not a good idea. So meaning that that your brothers who are doing all the homework in advance of moving in to make sure that the areas of compatibility are, are similar to what your personal likes and wishes are, they're doing their homework, and those are the guys that are more successful, and they didn't have to move in. Right, but, like, see, the thing is, uh, when you move in first, you get to know the person more closely, and uh, 
that's when you know whether you should get married to them or not, right? When you yes. think they're okay, then you get married. When If not, then you break up. Yes. So. Um, I realize that a lot of guys want to handle it that way. Right. I think that's, that's the safest that, way. <laughs> that, that is one way. That is one way to handle it. And right. what I'm recommending, and what I'm, what this survey uh, reflects, is that I want you to be a better question asker before you get to that stage. Hmm. But, and, and in order to do that, you really have to know what your own personal wants and goals are. You have to know what makes you tick. You have to know what makes you happy because you cannot match up someone else's happiness if you don't know what makes you happy. So if you're just going along for the ride and just saying, okay, well, let's, you know, I like you because you're cute or whatever and let's just go move in together, you know, without really knowing what does it for you and what's going to make that What's going to make you happy? I don't, I don't. I don't think your chances of success are too good, because that means you're just a victim and you're just going with the flow with whatever happens. You're just hoping that you're going to get along once you move in together. You need to be a little more directed. You need to have more focus and really find out for sure. Okay, here are my five five things that I really have to have. These are my things that are going to make me happy. And does she have these characteristics? Uh, yeah, but there's so many distractions to keep you focused. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, by the way, the other side of that, that uh, statistic is women who live together with a guy, and there have been many studies that show this, they don't try as hard. They don't try as hard, and that's why the mar- the people who are living together who get married, it's only 43%. The reason, Another reason why that statistic is so low, from the woman's end, they feel like, well, I wasn't good enough to marry. You're just living with me, so you're just taking advantage of me. So the women don't try as hard as if they were, you know, in, a, in an engaged situation about to be married. They don't put out 100% effort. They put out maybe, I don't know, 60, 70, 80% effort. No. And, and, their, not, and their, self-fulfilling, their self-fulfilling prophecy comes true because they feel like, well, you know, why, why, buy, the, why buy the cow when you already have the milk? You know, that they feel like you're not going to go through with the next step. So if the guy is not going to go through with the next step, then I'm, I'm just not going to try so hard. It's a weird dynamic why that works like that, but that's how women think. Uh, so, so in general, who do you think has more ego, guy or girl? A guy. <laughs> Always a guy. From age five, are you kidding me? That's how you guys are raised. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got, and it's not a bad thing, actually. Yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, you have to have a certain amount of ego because, you you have to, you know, to be a traditional guy, you have to be, you know, the breadwinner, you have to be the leader, you have to be in charge, you have to be in control, you have to know the answer. So there's there's more resting on your shoulder, for, you know, in a lot of situations than the woman. So in some ways, I think it's sort of like you almost need that ego. Right. 
Now, granted, today there's modern women, and they face you know some of these same challenges that men that men face. But for the most part, I think from from age five, boys are raised that you know you can't cry, you have to know the answer, you have to know what's going on, and you have to lead and take charge. You know, you know all these things that you that boys are raised with. Okay. That's very true. What's what's your take on it? Do you think it's more women or more men? Uh, I think it depends on the circumstances. Right. I don't know. I think we do have a lot of ego, but at the same time, at the same time, the women they demand more. So. Right. They do demand more. Their their women are more complex than men. Men are pretty easy. You, you know, you you feed them, bathe them, put a roof over their head, <laughs> give them some nookie every now and again, and they're good to go. You know, they're they're not going to complain. They're easier. Women women they want you know a thousand things, and then when you give them a thousand things, then they want another thousand things. <laughs> it just never ends. Uh, complicated. Brooks, you. Yes. Yes, it's true. Well, that brings it down to the conclusion. You know, I thank DTs for coming out here on Sublime Talk Radio for nothing but the truth. And, I mean, it's great because I know I took some notes. That's what I was doing here. And we we had a lot of questions, and they all answered. And we got to get you back next time or sometime soon. I would love so, to come I mean, back. DT. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was a big, it was a good day today. Thank you. So guys. many lessons, so many lessons Thank in you. life. I hope I could uh, answer some of your questions. Yeah. <laughs> and if people want to find me on, on MySpace, um, in the search bar, they just type in DT4M, the number 4M, and then my profile will come up. Okay, I'm going to let you go I think, ahead. Uh, Evan, you said that you might have a link later on on this on your uh, Blog Talk Radio site to link the customers, yes. link the people back to the MySpace. Yes, okay. I'm going to go ahead and let, give out the rest of your information. That way, everyone can get it. Everyone make sure they get it, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you get those people. Maybe that's in the city of Greensboro some help for real. All right. <laughs> Damn, they need to be in Hollywood because there's so much drama in them. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and let Lisa do that. And here comes Lisa. If you would like to contact DT or ask her specific questions, you may go to MySpace.com and type in DT4M in the search box, or you can also. Um, Call her at 888-464-3646 for a direct consultation. The number again is 888-464-3646. Her extension is 0217. Six, six, five, eight. Again, that's zero, two, one, seven, six, six, 
five eight. Or you can type in keen dot com and also type in DT4M in the search box. She's on the website Keen. That's K-E-E-N dot com. And you type in DT4M in the search box. To wrap up things that she mainly talks about and writes about, the five things are, one, the four C's and how to win any girl over. Two, the pussification of men. Three, things that enhance or take away from the male experience. Four, how the sexes are different. Five, sex topics and how to make the experience better for her. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Miss Lisa. <laughs> it's always professional and stuff. <laughs> but again, PBT, and we got to make sure we can get you back in for another good topic dealing with guys because, I mean, we got so much stuff going on. It is a surge here. <laughs> and and everyone needs advice. For real. And you really mean to deliver some good advice to us. Thank you. Well, you you gather up your questions, and I'll be happy to burn up the phone lines once again. And it's my pleasure to be here. And thank you for inviting me to your show. You you both were great great hosts. Uh, thank okay. you. Very easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and give out the information to our show. If I got any questions for this show, you can send an email to us at b. Truth at Yahoo. And we got a MySpace page as well, too. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash dot www dot dot com forward slash NB underscore truth. And let's check that out right there. And also a voicemail number, which is 641-715-3900, extension 33271-POW. Again, I thank you all for participating, and we're going to have to get DT soon again because, hey, man, she chopped it up. So y'all stay true to yourself. Make sure y'all don't uh, get no divorces. <laughs> she is one the best. Tight. Best. All right. Yeah. See y'all tomorrow. We're going to have uh, Leo here, the AKA man, uh, infidel guy. He is known for his rants and Tuesday. On YouTube, he would discuss with us why people date idiots that have no goals in life and they know this before they get with them. Come on, folks, wake up. <laughs> but again, <laughs> thank you. I hope y'all enjoy y'all Saturday. See you tomorrow. All right, bye bye. Thank you, John. Thank you, Evan. All right, bye bye.